Moncrief on News Talk. Connecting with nature is also an opportunity to connect with yourself. So says ancestral skills teacher and wildlife tracker Lucy O'Hagan, whose wide awake classes rekindle ancestral lifeways uh, for cultural and economic, uh, ecological, excuse me, interests in Ireland. Think living off uh, wild foods, tanning animal hides and building fires from scratch. There's been an enormous surge in a desire to reconnect with the land in modern Ireland. Why exactly is this? And how can the revival of ancient practices improve our lives? I have Lucy on the line now. Lucy, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Thanks for joining. What what exactly are the wide awake classes? Wild awake. So wild it's a play awake. on wide awake, but yes. wild awake. Um, yeah, so I work a lot with adults at the moment. I mean, I did work for seven years in the Phoenix Park running a forest school, but my work has really brought me to working mostly with adults. Um, and as part of that, I'll run maybe week-long classes or classes over a period of seven months, um, bringing people out into nature. You know, that could be a city park, it could be a garden, it could be the forest or the beaches, um, and really, you know, connecting people back to what is vital to all of our lives, which is that connection to nature, connection to the land, and ultimately remembering ourselves as part of nature. And how do you go about trying to, to, to rekindle that connection? Um, varies. I mean, I suppose it's very simple in a way, but for so many of us, it's become very complicated. But um, lots of different ways. It could be, you know, introducing somebody to a nettle, um, so like a plant that is so maligned um, in our culture now. But it might be through eating it, through learning how to make medicine, how to make fibre with it. I mean, I teach these skills, these ancestral skills, so these old skills of our ancestors, but really it's as simple as people coming together around a fire in the woods and learning again what it means to be human, what it means to be responsive to these times and to take responsibility for, yeah, our presence here. Um, It sounds like you're slowing everything down and just uh, being quiet and, and hearing what's going on around you. There is a lot of that. And I mean, that's a big part of if I'm, you know, tracking or trailing animals. Um, but then as part of that, there's also a lot of play. There's a lot of fun. Um, I tend to sing a lot. Um, and yeah, there's there's lots of different levels to it. It's kind of just whatever is needed in that moment to invite the, the humanness of ourselves out again. You, you, I, I saw um, in an article about you, you talked about some questions that people should ask themselves. And I asked myself these questions and I was a bit uh, shocked by my own responses, to tell the truth. Um, one of them was, do you know what wild, wild animals live near you? No, I was able to say, well, yeah. apparently a, a badger was seen in our road recently, which we're very excited about. See foxes yeah. all the time. Um, so that, that didn't seem like too good, um, too bad a response. But the second one was, would you recognise their tracks or signs? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, you're not alone in that, really. It's, um, you know, a lot of my work is kind of reminding people of the skills that made us, you know, that like wildlife tracking is one of our oldest skills. It's the origin of science, of storytelling. It's what created us, our brains, you know, to think symbolically, spatially, temporarily. But um, we are so consumed by, you know, the culture that we're in and, detached from and isolated from um, 
yeah, like from connection to the land for so many different reasons. So people, you know, either don't have the time for various yeah. reasons or don't know how to look again. Um, I'm, I'm just reading down through more here. What plants grow closest to your door? I don't know. What's the nearest yeah. river to you and how did it come to be? I don't know. Um, yeah. where, where does your water come from? I don't know. Yeah, they're good questions, aren't they? <laughs> it does make it's, you think that people like me, and I'm sure I'm not alone, once the ta- once you turn on the tap and water comes out of it, you don't ask any more questions. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like as a culture, you know, we would be so, we would have been so connected to wells in our area, you know. And if I go into a local town asking people where the local well is, and there's some great work being done in the country to clean up wells and restore them as places where people can gather as people would have. Um, yeah, I think it's beginning with that curiosity, you know, like we really don't need to have the answers. And I feel like that's such an important thing to say, particularly in a in an age where we feel like we need to have the solutions, but actually it's we need to learn how to ask good questions again yeah. and become curious and, and be okay with being wrong as well. Yeah. Um a thing is you're kind of reawakening your your own childlike curiosity, aren't you? And that is that is just a great thing to do, isn't it? I feel very, very fortunate that that's the pathway that I get to live, you know. But um, yeah, absolutely, like reawakening that wonder and curiosity and awe um, and trying to bring it into our day-to-day life as well. It sounds like a great thing to do, Lucy. Thanks very much for joining us and uh, continued success with it. And I may see you around a campfire at one point in the future, I hope. Thanks very much for joining us. Lucy O'Hagan there um, and Wild Awake Classes are the name. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.